0: It was not you who ate the idea, but the idea that ate you. There's a species of ant that will climb to the top of the long blades of grass and stop there, waiting to be eaten by passing cows or sheep. Why? Well, the ant's brain has been parasitized by a tiny bug called a fluke that effectively drives its host up the grass, having turned it into a mini four-by-four. The bug's reproductive cycle means it needs to be eaten, and hitching a ride with the ant is its way to achieve this. It was not you who ate the idea, but the idea that ate you, so says the villain Pyotr Stepanovich in Dostoevsky's Demons. As with all Dostoevsky's fiction, Demons is about how ideas can take hold of people and the effects that these ideas can have on their hosts and the people around them. Like Dostoevsky's Demons, parasites and viruses will routinely hijack hosts to suit their own genetic agenda, often with grim consequences for the vehicle. In the selfish gene Richard Dawkins explains why specific bad ideas seem to persist despite being detrimental to the minds they inhabit. Dawkins simple answer was this, because it is only the ideas themselves that benefit. To emphasize this parallel to the gene of natural selection he coined the term meme. Memes are mind viruses they don't care about the welfare or otherwise of their hosts the only thing that counts from the memes perspective is that they persist ideas are in competition with each other to infect minds for a meme to survive and spread in a competitive environment it must have attributes which give it advantages over other memes. Is there any reason why any data, just like fashions, behaviours, catchphrases and internet memes, wouldn't also replicate and evolve, actively looking for ways to propagate themselves? Dawkins suggested that humans are just survival machines for genes. Genes were selfish. All they want is to replicate and survive. In effect, genes created organisms for their own propagation. Viewed from this perspective, minds and by extension digital devices are survival machines for memes, mechanisms for data, in the primordial soup of human culture attempting to transmit themselves to future generations. Dawkins said whenever conditions arise in which a new kind of replicator can make copies of itself the new replicators will tend to take over and start a kind of evolution of their own. Memes are this new form of replicator that parasitizes brains. They propagate themselves in the meme pool by jumping from mind to mind going anywhere information can go. They compete with one another for that most limited of all resources, attention. The tipping point for the memes was in the mid 50s. They created a new transmission vector, broadcast television. They could now travel faster and further infecting fresh minds by the millions. Next, they created the internet, an almost perfect new milieu for replicators. The meme itself quickly became a meme. It worries some people to think that an organism, a human, is just a genes way of making more genes. But what if we're not even in charge of our own minds? The memes themselves created minds as vehicles for the propagation of memes. Their interests are not our interests and memes have their own fitness. The philosopher Daniel Dennett asserts that a human mind is itself an artefact created when memes restructure a human brain to make it a better habitat for memes. So who's in control now? Humans, struggling to deal with a tsunami of data that's found its own way to replicate exponentially, or the idea of replicators themselves. If, as Dawkins proposed, humans are just survival machines for genes and memes, We'd better find a way to be useful in the new AI machine learning digital universe. The memes may have created a better replicating environment and probably don't need us anymore.